May the fourth be with you. This soccer show begins now. Welcome to Did Someone Say Soccer? I'm your host, Nate, and I have the homie Angelito and my brother, Jordan. Say what up, boys. What up, boys? What's up? Boys, it's May the 4th, Star Wars Day. Angel, I know you used to dress up as Princess Leia, but who's your favorite Star Wars character? Obviously, Princess Leia. (laughs) Jordan, who's your favorite? Oh, man, I'm a chewy guy all day long. Nice. I got to go Kylo Ren, maybe. Ren all the way. We have a great show for you today. We're dropping two episodes, so make sure you guys listen to Chicken Bucket. That was released earlier. And they had great content in there. They went into depth about history and their supporter group. Great guys. They can come on the show anytime they want when they want to talk about NYCFC. Guys, there was a big game in Los Angeles this weekend. Angel City opened up their season against North Carolina Courage. They won this match 2-1. to one. There was a goal in the third minute. The Courage fell asleep on a cross, and Gillies headed one home for the first goal of the season for Angel City FC. And then Endo. Dude, this girl is a fucking baller. Jeez, I was so impressed with her this game. She scored in the 13th minute, and then she just boss that midfield she is a creator and then Debrina in the 51st minute scores for North Carolina Jordan after watching this match what did you think of this game oh dude first off congrats to Angel City I'll tell you what because they've been in the supporter scarf cup for two years now I feel like they've been playing for decades all right so the fact that they got their first win that's awesome, dude. That you know, like good for them. But to have your game won by the fifteenth minute and then just to hold on for dear life. I mean they didn't hold they didn't sit back and park the bus by any means. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're just holding on, you're waiting, you're grinding it out, you're going after them and you're like, Oh man, are we gonna get it? Are we not? Dude, that had to be exhilarating. It was just congrats, man. Angel. At halftime, they interviewed Becky G and Becky G said she used to play defense um, back in the day and that if uh, Coach Freya ever needed a defender to call her up you think that uh, Angel City should call up Becky G? Nah they're, they're good without her we've seen the talent they have on that squad Becky G just playing <laughs> um, but I do want to say congratulations like Jordan said I mean their supporter groups have been in our contest for two years now. They've been waiting for years for this team. And now that they're here, I mean, it looks like they're the real deal. They're starting to win. They're starting to click. I wish them all the best. 
So congratulations to Rebellion99 on winning the Supporter Scarf Cup. Repeat champions defeating the Trailheads in, uh, in the finals. That trophy will be on its way. And we expect to see some pictures of you guys celebrating with it. But going back to the match, we saw that uh, North Carolina Courage actually dominated this game in possession. It was a 61-39. to 39. I actually forgot all about this match. I was uh, sitting on the couch with a friend who was in town doing some recruiting at a showcase. She was like, hey, Nate, turn it on the Angel City game. I was like, oh, shit, let's watch the Angel City game. So we turned it on, saw all the stars. The, the bank was full. The crowd was going. Man, if you were late to that game, that had to suck because you, you missed the... You missed two goals within 15 minutes. But on overall, Angel City had 11 shots, four on target, and North Carolina Courage had 12 shots, four on target. So Angel City, Angel City's goalie balled out. She had a good game. I mean, the shots that North Carolina had, man, could have easily tied this game up. So let's switch gears a little bit, and let's go into the USL. There was a match. It was uh, Oakland versus Colorado Springs um, switchbacks. Oakland could have easily scored goals in this game, but they kept messing up. They couldn't finish. Uh, Colorado Springs goalie was on point. He was ready. He kept he kept them in the game. There was a one-on-one chance by uh, Oakland. And they completely missed it. Kicked it straight to the goalie. They even got a penalty. And they couldn't even put that away. That goalie was a brick wall. Amazing. And then the switchbacks had a big save. An open net. This keeper had to sprint back to the goal. And he ended up saving it. I don't know how Oakland did not score this goal. But then there's a dime piece from the middle. Hit Zach Zandi. He received it. Two touch, put it away. Just as easy. Looking at Oakland like, this is how you finish, boys. And they went up 1-0. And then Galena hit a near post shot to put it 2-0. And then Barry cleaned up the trash from a high press and made it 3-0. Colorado Springs on top of the table. Boys, what did you guys think of this match? Yo, I'll tell you right off the bat that Barry keeps playing like that, then the crew are just going to have to go ahead and make a nice little switch. We're going to send Miguel down there, and we're going to bring up this Barry, trade one Barry for the other, because, dude, you put goals away, you get called up. Oakland roots more like Oakland rooted to the ground, all right? I don't care if they had good shots, clear shots, PKs, doesn't matter. When the scoreline says 3-0, man, you were rooted to the ground. Congratulations to the switchbacks. Top of the table, Beating that ass 3-0. Dude, force to be reckoned with. All right, so we've decided, we've talked amongst, uh, among us that we're not going to go so much uh, MLS heavy this summer. We're going we're gonna to talk a lot more about the USL. We're going to watch more USL games, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna come up with a match of the week and then we're going to sit down, dissect it, and we're going to talk about it. So 
we haven't decided how we're going to do it yet. We may put a, a poll out and have the listeners or followers on Instagram uh, tell us which match they want us to talk about. It could be it could be a New Mexico match. It could be a, a switchback match. It could be an Indy 11 or even a Rochester match. Uh, whoever has the most votes at the beginning of the week, that's the game we'll focus on. And hey... We're going to talk some, uh, I'm excited to talk some more USL Championship because I actually saw some good soccer out there. Not only did I watch this match, I actually I actually watched the, um, the Louisville City match. That was a good game against uh, Pittsburgh. I wanted to watch the Indy 11 match, but they, uh, they had uh, technical difficulty with uh, the weather um, this weekend, so it didn't get aired. But uh, yeah. I'm excited about this. What do you think about this, Jordan? Yo, Louisville City, right off the bat, dude. Watch out for them. They're going to be the next MLS team to come up, or USL team to come up to the MLS. They got the fan base. Louisville's begging for something. And you know what happens when a, a, a city gets an MLS team? They bring the thunder. All right? So watch out for Louisville to get that new MLS team. All right, boys, let's switch gears and let's go to the Champions League. That is right. I don't know about you guys, but this semifinal has been one of the most exciting semifinals that I've experienced in a long time. First of all, Villarreal was down two goals going into this last leg. What do they do? They come out swinging. They tie it up 2-2 right away. They put two goals in, Dia in the third minute, Coakland in the 43rd minute. But you know what? Klopp at halftime basically slapped everybody and said, get your shit together. We're going to win this match and we're going to go to the finals. So what happened? Fabino in the 60, 62nd minute, Diaz comes on and just changes the whole match. He said, Jota, take a seat. I'm starting now. This is my job. He scores in the 67th minute. And then Mane scores in the sixty in the 74th minute. So in that 12 minutes, if you walked away, you missed all three goals. And Liverpool marches on to the finals and beats Villarreal 5-2 on aggregates. Angel, you watched this match. You were talking shit to Mikey, one of our listeners. When Villarreal went up 2-0, talk to me about this. <laughs> yeah, so I was watching this at work. Um, and during my lunchtime, I was having my lunch, looking at the game. And when Villarreal came and started scoring, I was like, I'm going to wait a little bit because one goal ain't shit. All right, but once they scored two goals, then I got a little loud. And I was like, you know what? Fuck Liverpool. Yeah, let's do this. Um, come on, you could do it. So this this listener, uh, Mikey, he talked a lot of shit about Villarreal beating Bayern Munich. So I was hoping that they can pull the upset as well on Liverpool so that way I can make fun of him, right? Halftime comes, like you said. I don't know what Klopp told them or uh, if he gave them Michael Jordan secret stuff. Or I don't know what the hell happened. They came out like another <laughs> team. <laughs> right? So they came out. And Villarreal had nothing. 
they were completely lost. It was a whole new Liverpool team. They got dominated. Um, really, the goalkeeper for Liverpool, uh, the goalkeeper for Villarreal, he was terrible in the second half. Fabinho's goal went between his legs. Um, the goal after that went between his legs. The goal after that, he came out uh, way too far, got beat, and got scored on by Mane. Like he he cost him that game a hundred percent. For those uh, listeners that don't watch um, VRL, um, if you've seen their tactics, it's all about defending. And against Bayern Munich and Juventus, they did a great job. Uh, neither team got clear shots off because they parked the bus and they uh, deflect every shot. So really hardly had to do anything. But in this game, it showed how crappy he was. Um Liverpool got all the, the mistakes in their favor, right? Three goals. As soon as as soon as halftime started, I, I knew it was over. You can see the difference. Uh, Liverpool's in the final, and now uh, I'm hoping that they beat Real Madrid. Yeah, so the first thing that we have to point out, Dissels, if you listen and want to like talk to us, we will talk shit back with you. So just hit us up, all right? Angel will talk shit to you at lunch. So just, you know, keep that in mind. Um, I told you guys last podcast that Villarreal was going to make it difficult. And for 45 minutes, I was Nostradamus, man. I called it to a T. They came out, they played perfectly, man. In 45 minutes, a defensive team in Villarreal exposed one of the most prolific teams that we've ever seen in Liverpool. Van Dyke was getting exposed on crosses. Allison didn't know what was happening to him. He let dudes like Coakland score. Nate, correct me if I'm wrong. Coakland, Arsenal reject? Yes. Let that fool score on him. Okay? So now that they got exposed, you're telling me. We'll save that conversation for the next for the next one. But at halftime. It wasn't Michael Jordan's secret sauce. Klopp went in the locker room and said, boys, you're about to get Klopp's secret sauce if you don't pull this out. (laughs) (laughs) And they don't want that. So it just goes to show that, you know, signing Luis Diaz was probably the best move that they made. A lot of people were like, why would you do that? You're going to make Diego Jota and Sadio Mane feel uncomfortable. But it just shows the masterclass that Klopp has. He didn't make them feel uncomfortable. He said, I'm signing another world-class player to elevate you guys to a whole nother level. Since this signing, Sadio Mane's been out of this world. People keep saying that Mo Salah's the man. Dude, I don't know. Since the signing, Sané stepped it up to a whole nother level. So after the game, Mo Salah starts running his mouth and says, I want Real Madrid. I want Real Madrid. I want revenge from the last final that we faced against them. So, let's talk about the Real Madrid versus Manchester City match. If you're a Manchester City fan, you're in heaven. This complete match. You're in heaven. Everything's going your way. There's been nine shots from Real Madrid and not a single one has been on goal. None of them have been on frame. 
the first half, the most exciting thing was Luka Modric almost got a red card. And then, and then the second half, Mares comes out and scores in the 73rd minute. Man City is in cruise control right now. They are two goals up in aggregates. So what does uh, Pep Guardiola start doing? He starts taking Kevin De Bruyne off. He starts taking Gabriel Jesus off. He starts taking Mares off. He starts taking all the big guns so that they can sit back and defend. And because they are in cruise control, two goals up. Every Manchester City fan is in heaven. TJ was in heaven. He was just on our podcast from Chicken Bucket. And he was ready to go. Then what happens? The mastermind. The guy who had a cigar celebrating this weekend, Ancelotti, makes a move. He puts Rodrigo in. Rodrigo comes in. Scores. In the 90th minute. Scores in the 91st minute. Boys, they didn't get their first shot until the 90th minute. And then they had two. Two shots, two goals. Holy shit. We're going to extras. And guess what? Man City subbed off all their big guns. All their big guns. What happens in extras, Jordan? Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what happens next. There is a penalty for the big dog himself. Kareem Benzema, Mr. Ballon d'Or winner, steps up, takes it. Before he takes it, he's looking at the ref. He's looking at Anderson. He's looking at the crowd. He's looking at that bum Phil Foden. He's looking at everyone. And in his head, he's saying, y'all motherfuckers think I'm a panank at this again. Wrong. This dude places this ball perfectly against the side netting. Insult to injury the same way that Anderson dove when Benzema put the Penanka on him last game to put him up three to one. When he scored that goal on the Mexican uh, station, they were saying, Golazo El Gato! El Gato, Colasso, Colasso, Colasso. And man, was that a fucking penalty. That's how you take penalties. So what happens? Real Madrid, move on to the finals. Mo Salah, you get your wish. But I'll tell you what. This team, I want to say, is better than the team that they fought in the finals last last time angel what was your reaction and what did you think of this whole match man uh man well i was keeping up with the score um and watching a little bit here and there at work and as i'm watching this i see like you said morris scores a goal pretty late in the game so i'm thinking yeah that's game right there um we start i start talking to some of the fans that listened to the podcast and was like saying, hey, uh, it looks like it's Man City versus Liverpool. Um, you know, we're already talking about uh, what's going to happen or, you know, we're already talking about the final like the game's over. Like you mentioned, Pep being Pep, 
fuck shit up. I mean, he took his he took his foot off the the gas pedal and he just started kicking back, and he gets. I don't know why he gets so uh, why he overthinks all these games, right? We've seen him lose so many games in the Champions League because he makes all these adjustments. If he just finished with the lineup he started with, he would have been fine. But no, he likes messing around with the lineup, gets scored on twice at the end of the game, and now you don't have anyone on offense to keep you um, to, to score an extra time. Like, you already subbed everyone off that that was playing their best. And once... With the first after the first Real Madrid goal, I, I started messaging some friends and I was like, "Hey, Real Madrid needs to chill. Uh, they they better um, kick back a little bit because you know I don't want them to go to the final." And as I'm texting, I get a notification that says two goals. So um, once once that the second goal happened, I was like, "All right, they they won. Man City ain't gonna do shit. They cannot come back." Um, this Real Madrid, like Nate said, is uh, very good. They're resilient. They play to the last minute, and they play hard. So I don't know um, if Liverpool can uh, take them on, especially the way they started in this first half against Villarreal. So if they play like they did then, I mean, I can't, I can't see them beating Real Madrid, especially because this is one. It's only one game. They can't play uh, like shit right off the beginning. So I'm hoping that. It's an exciting game. I think that by the time it's uh, the final, Man City will have already locked up the EPL and Liverpool will have nothing else to do but to focus on this final. Jordan, this weekend, Real Madrid celebrated their uh, La Liga trophy and probably all the way up to a couple days before um, this matchup. How much do you think that hangover um, took part of this uh, match? Oh, it took it, it affected him greatly. In the first 15 minutes, there was a header that uh, Benzema missed wide open. You know, he put it over. And that's something that you don't typically see from Benzema. But about this game, there's a few things that we have to talk about, okay? And for this to make sense, we have to go back to the first game. In the first game, Vinicius Jr. took the ball from half and scored. Right? Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. If you look back at Pep, Pep drops to his knees and says to himself, by the grace of everything holy, I just lost this entire Champions League. He knew at that particular moment that he lost it. Second, I did call that Man City would score first and that Real Madrid would come back and win. I just want to point that out there. Third, Mo Salah wasn't saying, I want Madrid. I want Madrid. I want to redeem myself. He was yelling at his agent, I want to go to Madrid. This is <laughs> Okay. Fourth. All right. Everyone's saying like, oh, yeah, like, oh, Madrid's great. And they beat a good team in Man City. Can we talk about the goalies? That bum Courtois. Okay. He got beat near post. His arm length is like a thousand feet long. And he didn't even know what to do. Okay. If Liverpool, if Jota, Diaz, or Mane, or Salah just hits any ball near him, it's going to be a goal. So it could get ugly real fast. 
But Anderson, on the other hand, looked so starstruck every time Rodrigo would put the ball near him. Okay, the cross came in from Benzema. He didn't even move. The header came in from uh, uh, Rodrigo. He just stood there staring. He attempted to make a save on Benzema's PK, but he already knew he got beat. This dude's a joke. Fourth. Okay, Gareth Bale. What happened to him? So prepare for him to be on the bench. And lastly, okay, are you guys ready for this? Real Madrid didn't even play. Eden Hazard. Okay, so prepare for this guy to come on against Liverpool in the Champions League final and be a difference maker because he's been rested all season long. Carlos Ancelotti knows what he's doing. He's been resting this dude. He's like, listen, man, we're going to make it to the Champions League final. I need you to be well rested, okay? You might weigh 10,000 pounds now because all you do is eat tacos, apparently. But when you get on that pitch, man, you're going to be a difference maker and you're going to score. Robertrid's going to win three. Ready? Nil. So you're telling me that Eden Hazard is going to get more playing time than Asensio? Uh, Eden Hazard is going to play 15 minutes and score a hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people. That's how you know. That's how you know my brother's delusional. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's go into final thoughts. Angel. My final thought is. I want to know what's going on with Bayern Munich, right? We know that Lewandowski is probably leaving this uh, this next transfer window or whatever. There is a rumor going around that Raul Jimenez is coming to Bayern Munich. I don't think he has what it takes to lead a Bayern Munich team. And I, and I like him. I mean, I've seen him play for Mexico, so I, I know him. But I don't think he can be a difference maker in what people consider the best team in a farmer's league. I'm okay with that. If Arsenal makes a uh, champions league, we won't lose six. No to Bayern Munich. <laughs> Just to everybody else. <laughs> Jordan. Oh man. Final thoughts. Here's one for you boys. There's a rumor right now that San Jose's Cade Codwell and his brother are looking to become dual citizens with the Mexican side because they don't see a route or a way to the U.S. men's national team, but they see an easier path with the Mexico national team. This kid is a 110% player. Kind of reminds me of Aronson. So I hope uh, that Triple G gets his shit together and starts playing him and picking him a little bit more because I would definitely hate to see him go over there. Final thoughts? Um, Arsenal took care of business against uh, West Ham. Both center backs scored when the forwards couldn't. Uh, Jordan's boy, uh, Eddie Money, started to look like uh, what we figured he looked like in the regular season. Couldn't put away those goals. So we'll see if he can uh, get back to um, scoring against Leeds this weekend. Uh, If... If Tottenham loses this weekend and Arsenal wins, Arsenal can secure their Champions League spot by a win against Tottenham the following week. So, 
Come on, Arsenal. Come on, you Gunas. Let's go. All right, guys. Um, next week, we will have King City Yardbirds for the second episode of the Supporter Group um, series. Uh, we will start reaching out to the other supporter groups that were in the, the scarf contest so that we can get you guys on there. Um, if you are a listener and you weren't in the supporter group um, uh, scarf cup and you want to be on the show, uh, send us a DM. Uh, let us know. We'll gladly have you guys on the show. We'll make time for you guys. So uh, make sure you guys tell your friends and tell your family. See ya. See ya. Man, everybody knows Eddie Money only scores against big clubs. Watch him score a fucking hat trick against Tottenham. Yeah, buddy.